In this episode of Offscript Podcast, we're talking all about Pixar's newest movie, Luca, its 24th feature film and the second straight one to skip theaters and go straight to Disney+. And guess what? In traditional Pixar fashion, there's a lot to like. It also brings up an interesting topic that Con and I will be discussing. What is Pixar really about? And is Luca the first step towards changing that? That being said, let's get into it. Hey, Brendan. Uh, so we just watched Luca, new Pixar movie on Disney Plus here. Uh, Brendan, I don't really want to review this like we normally do, uh, but I think we both give it thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. It was a pleasant movie. Uh, no, I'm not going to spoil the movie here, but it was a fun kind of back-to-basics Pixar movie, and I think that's really what we want to talk about and touch on here. Yeah, I think there is a conversation to be had about Pixar as like a brand, I think, in general. Um, I think real quick we could just like talk really quick about the movie. Um, you said it was pleasant. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was thought it was really great. Um, it had a really interesting animation style, something they don't really do that often. Uh, a lot more bubbly than what we've seen in the past. I think it fit really well with like the movie plot <laughs> and just like the overall feel. Um, it, everything just f- felt kind of more cartoonish, I guess you could say, uh, a little more fun, a little more like, oh yeah, like I know what, this is like going to be like a family movie. Um, it definitely felt that way. It didn't feel like the Toy Story 4 cat looking like real life. So that was crazy. Remember when that was like all we had to worry about? Hilarious. <laughs> What's um, what the stupid cat look like? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so Brendan, along with that, uh, guys, basically the movie follows this tra- trajectory. Uh, trajectory. There we go. Enunciate, <laughs> they tell me. So the story follows young boy uh, Luca is essentially a sea monster living below the Italian surface, so somewhere in the Mediterranean. Uh, he ends up going and finding out that the surface, which he's scolded by from his mom and dad forever, is not that bad. He actually turns into a human, stops looking like a sea monster, turns into a human, and there he meets his buddy Alberto. And essentially they have shenanigans, and then there's a local town where they end up having more shenanigans. Uh, I don't want to really spoil it, but it's a good, lighthearted movie. Uh, That's kind of the number one thing I guess I'll touch on is, and actually, you know what, Brendan, it's your theory. I like this. Brendan has a thought. That Pixar's movies are made now for adults. Yes. Brendan, that was a big intro. I want you to expand on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, by the way, have you like heard of the Pixar theory, Connor? Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. Everything's connected, C- right? Crazy stuff. Yeah. So if you guys, if you, I don't. There's. I guarantee you, there's an updated version for Luca. So like, you should check it out or whatever. But it's crazy. Um, my, th- I don't know if you could call my thing a theory. I just, it's a conviction of mine. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Pixar, I feel like okay, let me let me step back a little bit. So Disney has two branches of animation. There's Walt Disney Animation, which has made all the classic Disney movies. I like name them, it's probably Walt Disney Animation. And then Pixar. They bought Pixar, I think, in two thousand five. Um That sounds right, yeah. And when Bob Iger took over, it's like two thousand so two thousand six, two thousand five oh, around there. Actually, it was oh seven. Yeah, it was like it was right on cars, happened. I think, when cars was coming out. Yeah, that's right. Um 
Yeah, so those are the two branches of animation. And recently I felt that they were kind of going in the opposite direction of each other. Walt Disney Animation was focusing on making really, really kiddie movies. (laughs) For example, I mean, you could probably look it up and name a lot of them. Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Frozen, Moana. Actually, I want to correct this slightly. You're saying... Kitty movies, you mean more like movies geared towards children. Movies, okay, let me, yes, good, thank you for <laughs> making me clarify that. Movies geared towards children, and more specifically, movies that if you walk into a Disney store, you could buy toys for. That's like okay. mostly what I'm saying. Like child-focused audience movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, okay. not necessarily, like, like, not saying just princess movies, because there's obviously more than just that, but like, kind of that model of like, movies that your like kid could probably like dress up for Halloween, right? Like Elsa, yeah. something like that. Elsa, yeah, Definitely. Tangled, yeah. right? Something so, like that. So yeah, Rapunzel. Then, let's yeah. start with the original Pixar. It basically, you know, you can still see kids dressed as a like Woody, Cowboy, like Buzz Lightyear. You still catch those kids out at Halloween time, right? Absolutely, yeah. Finding Nemo was big, right? So it starts off basically for the first five to ten years. Cars actually sold more toys than any other Pixar movie because it's a little bit cars, but makes sense. So we have these movies. We have this initial ten year or so, fifteen year period, right? Yeah. For that, so anyway, that's where I wanted to kind of start, right? Is so like to, so I'll let you keep going, but yeah. So we have these movies geared towards children for a lot of 100%. the Incredibles. I watched. I grew up with them. You grew up yeah. with them. We all so them, yeah. Walt Disney Animation is kind of. I mean, they used to have like more kind of like. They make the classic movies. Now they're making more kiddie movies. Mm-hmm. Pixar obviously was making more like they they were kind of doing the same thing. And then it, I think it really started with, uh, I mean, it started with Up, I guess, a little bit, but it came, I think, to fruition. Inside Out was where it was really these movies were focused on. So Pixar in the past did kid movies that had. Something that if you, it was mostly like if you took your kid to the theater, you were also going to enjoy the movie. It was not going to be frozen where you're like, okay, whatever, it was frozen. You were going to probably enjoy the movie because there was adult kind of overtones. And by adult, I mean like mature. Um, so let's take Bugs theme. Life, right? I, I watched sure. Bugs Life about two, three months ago. And in Bugs Life, it is a cute little movie about this ant who basically is trying to find warriors to defend his village from the grasshoppers. Yeah. I love Bugs Life as a kid because it was a funny little movie. I love, you know, Flick was hilarious. Yeah. Finding, I think Finding Nemo, another yes. big one of that, like it was about fatherhood, but it was also about this giant journey across the ocean with a ton of lovable characters, right? Like yes. very much in that vein. Well, in, Recent, in Bugs Life yeah. though, what, so in Bugs Life though, there's a line from Hopper, who's the, villain played by Kevin Spacey, the, the bad grasshopper, where he's basically, they're like, why do we, why do we even have to go back and get the food from the ants, right? And his whole point is, how many, like, you know, what scares you? One ant? And he throws like a little nut at the guy. Huh, whatever, it's one ant. Huh, what about two? Ha ha ha, like they're all laughing. He's like, what about a hundred? And he pulls the plug on like all yeah. of them and they flood the guy, right? And his point mm-hmm. is, they outnumber us five to one. If they realize that, we are done. Yeah. This is how we assert our dominance, right? Yes. That's pretty yeah. – Not. I'm not going to say dark, but it's adult-themed, and it's like, oh, that actually makes a ton of sense. I like – Yeah. That is no, interesting. And Pixar has done adult – like darker adult themes in Up. Like there's a miscarriage 
in that movie and like yeah. Baronhood yeah. is like a theme that is addressed. Like <laughs> they do not shy away from these like very much like things that even adults are uncomfortable yes. with talking about. Yeah. So Brendan though, and I, I so keep going with your theory because I actually have, I like this. So keep going. Yeah, yeah. So talked about Pixar in the early days. When an Inside Out happened, it was very much like Pixar was focused on making adult movies. They kind of shedded away all of the – there is still kid themes. I'm not going to say they shed away all of the kid themes. But if you go into a – this is my main point. If you go into a Disney store, I highly doubt that you see any merchandise for Soul. But I guarantee you that within three minutes, you can go find where the Buzz Lightyear's are. Like, that's, like, in Soul came out last year and Toy Story came out in, what, 1995? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, 25 yeah. years ago? Like, or, no, yeah, 25 years ago. So, like, Pixar very much was, like, focused. Okay, so they said, they, for some reason they thought, okay, people really like these adult themes. Well, now, like, and the thing is, all the directors are, like, 50. So they're, like, so the adults are, like, oh, we just want to make adult movies, so we're going to make Inside Out. We're going to make Onward. We're going to make Soul, like the Even most recent Coco Pixar movies. Said. Yeah, Coco. Yeah, Coco to, I think, a lesser degree than the rest. But Coco, yes. yeah, um, are very, like, adult-themed movies. And I'm not saying that they're bad. In fact, they're probably the most successful, like, in terms of awards, winning Pixar awards. They're the most successful Pixar movies uh, in that regard. Um, but they've lost some of the appeal with kids, I think. And they've lost some of that magic and like they've lost some of the things you'd like see a kid walking around wearing a t-shirt with buzz and woody on it or lightning mcqueen like and i get like you know that's a thing but like they've lost some of that but and to to sum up my point here and the reason that i'm bringing this up is that luca feels like a return to the old pixar it does feel like a palate cleanser. Yeah, it was very refreshing. That would be the word I would use to describe it because it was a kid's movie and I could tell it was the whole time. But I was getting those adult vibes that as an adult, I was able to, to understand, but there's no like, but like I, there's no pressure on me to understand it, right? If I don't want to, like <laughs> they're not jamming it down my throat. Soul is in your face. Highly. Yeah. Soul was a movie that came uh, – the trailer came out – speaking of um, kind of just like kind of weird coincidences, but I actually ended up losing a job right when I was making the switch over, kind of like the official decision to go into teaching, and I lose my job. And then I think the day after or the day of, that trailer came out. And, and at the time, I'm like 25 or 20 I, – I can't remember. Like I'm 25, I think. That movie hit me pretty hard because I was in a place where I was actually switching jobs. It's scary. Like, life's kind of a lot right now, right? In, in general, everybody goes through this. I'm not yeah. saying I'm special. Point is, Brendan, I can guarantee you my five-year-old cousin watching this movie cannot relate to it. Absolutely not. No. No, it's just about this guy dies and then, like, it's the most relatable thing is when you know she knocks away the ball from the Knicks guy and wakes him up in the middle of it, and he misses the <laughs> shot to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. is it a good movie? Yes, of course. But, Brendan, what I liked about Luca and why I think Disney and Pixar are probably looking at right now is, to your point, we need a return of simple. Simple. This is a buddy movie all the way. It's about two friends who don't. Yep aren't exactly the same at all. Yep. They have a lot in shared interests 
uh, be through their friendship, and that's yeah. it. And Connor, um, is friendship yeah. an adult theme? It can be anything, right? It's universal. It's not an adult theme. Knowing what right. you want to do with your life is a very adult theme, right? Like career. That's, so to your point, yes, right? Like friendship yeah. goes every way, every single way. You Three-year-olds understand mm-hmm. what friendship is. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, Soul was that movie where it's what do you want to like – who do you want to be? And it's like, oh, geez, that's heavy. Yeah, it's like I don't even know what I want to be, man. Like, <laughs> Right. Where I kind of miss the idea of the Incredibles where I just really thought their powers were cool. Yeah. Like it's about family, but it's also about like, holy crap, they all have superpowers. That's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, your, your simplicity point, it makes a lot of sense. This movie felt a lot, simple. and and we're not by simplicity. Real quick, we're we're not saying that like we don't, we just want kids movies. We don't want like the Walt Disney animation. We don't want Frozen. That we don't want another studio making those movies. Like that's what Walt Disney Animation does. Clearly, they sell a lot of toys. They they do their thing. Pixar is going to be a little more mature in in the animation and also the story. I think primarily is it it's for kids. But it, again, what I said before. It's the movies that are made for fam, like real, true families. The adults understand, and the kids understand. Boom. Yes. You know that. Like that's adults exactly would right. be motivated to take their kids to this movie because they know that they're also going to enjoy it. That's exactly right. I I completely agree with that, and and that's maybe where I'm at with some of this too. Right? Is all I'm looking for when I go and see these movies. So, for example, I pulled it up right now. Luke is an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, we notoriously, we, we don't put a billion percent stock in Rotten Tomatoes. But I Nathan, find just Nathaniel, movie, just Nathaniel. Just Nathaniel, that's true. <laughs> I do find movies that are above, uh, usually 50, I can like or not like, but typically my number is about 65, 70, right? That, that's when I'm going to like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, but here you go, ready? It's a slight, right, talking about the movie, it's slight, but suffused with infectious joy, the beguiling Luca... Proves Pixar can play it safe while still charming audiences of all ages. I didn't read this beforehand. I don't think you did. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. The two mm-hmm. kids' goal is – because they're sea monsters. Their goal – because the one kid loves a Vespa, right? And, and <laughs> it's not even spoiling. It just, it's just what it is. These kids, all they want to do is is go ride on a, a crappy little moped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like – yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's just funny, like the, you know, the cat's suspicious of them, and, and that's it. Yeah, you don't need more than that. I I think it was that thing you just read was very interesting. I hadn't read that either. Play, the the way they said playing it safe was very interesting because I don't think they're playing it safe. They're making just they're just making a good movie. Like they like there's so many like these reviewers and these I mean not maybe just not the reviews. We're, shoot, we're talking about it too. We now we have like all these expectations on Pixar now to just churn out these like super mature adult movies. Like they're like so advanced and like the way you're thinking. Like it's like philosophical. I'm like, dude, it's a movie. Like if I want to see philosophical, I mean, shoot, I'd probably go watch Christopher Nolan or something. Like Shit, that'll make you think, right? Like that's right. This, yeah. like that, I'm going there to think. Tenet made my brain explode. Maybe a little too much, honestly. Like I don't know how much I like that movie, but like Soul, I mean, or so, not Soul, uh, Luca. It shouldn't. I shouldn't have to think that hard. Like pl- I think playing it safe should be what every animated movie that is designed for kids should really do. So yeah, I mean that. Yeah. Yes, yes, hundred thousand percent. So. Yeah. They can say playing it safe, 
I'm going to agree with you on this, Brendan. Is it playing it safe if you're just making a good movie, right? Like that's – so I think we catch ourselves in – I'm going to say life. Constantly comparing previous work, right? Because it's easy to do. It's easy – it's uh, easy to do in your life, right, to constantly compare everything you've done before. I know just that laughing, like, I'm about to go see a bunch of my high school buddies when my best friend's getting married, right? Um, my point is, like, it's easy for me to compare what they've all done since graduation, what I've done since graduation, what I did before, what I messed up, and all, blah, blah, blah. It's easy. Why I'm saying all this is it's easy to look back and say they just did up. Holy – that changed the game. What's next? And it's easy for you to want more and want more and try to do better. But sometimes less is more. <laughs> I, yeah, I was actually thinking about that when is. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. Like if I had to write a review, I would say, so, you know, sometimes less is more, man. Like sometimes it is. Yes. Yeah. And, and soul is a good example of it was too much. Mm-hmm. I think it, would, it like crossed a line. It kind of crossed it's a line. Too much. Yeah. I don't need this, man. Like, Luca yeah. is simple. Luca, like, as an adult, it reminds me of, like, just your friends when you're, you know, in middle school. It had a similar vibe to, like, Stand By Me, where yeah. he oh, says yeah. at the end of the movie, like, you know, uh, like, at 12 years old, those were the best friends I ever had. Yeah. And it's like, well, hell, isn't that the same for everybody? Yeah. And it's like, yes, like it's universal. Yeah. Another like movie that I like, I thought, I thought of this actually watching it was the Sandlot. I don't know if you guys watch that classic baseball movie. Good movie. That is like the perfect friendship movie. In my opinion, it's like literally the perfect friendship movie. This had very similar vibes to that. It was like over a summer and they got to know each other. Like they had some fights and disagreements, but in the end it was, their friendship was even stronger because of all that. It was like very, very universal understanding, very universal themes the adult, you don't have to put your magnifying glasses on to understand what this movie is about. That's right. And, yeah. and I'm not going to pick on Coco. Onward had that vibe too. Or after Onward, I think we were like, it was good. I don't think Onward but, was as good as Luca. I think no. Luca's better than Onward. Yeah. I don't Onward think Onward's that, that great of a movie just in general. But I thought it was fine. Yeah. You know, it was okay. It was right before COVID. We were like, yeah, of course we're going to go to the movie theater. We aren't scared. And then it's like, oh, sh- everything shut down. No, no, it literally was like, of course again the movie. Why would we not go to the movie? Yeah, Why would we have any like, reason to not go? Yeah. This is, yeah, uh, everybody else is being idiots. Yeah, two weeks later, <laughs> like, I, you know, I can't oh, show geez. up anywhere. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I want sushi and I have to. Then I'm not it. welcome two weeks later. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Now I have to learn how to use DoorDash. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, with that being said, though, Brandon, I- I'm with you. So to move kind of this forward, what I think we need to have a better job with in, in Disney needs to maybe focus on is this idea that movies need to be more universally – look for just small universal themes in your life. Yeah, there's so like, many. There's so many. It is not hard to find – different i like different of these like universal themes that kids can understand like there are so many of them like friendship just one like pixar theoretically would never run out of ideas because there is just so many things that you could make a movie on so basic things yeah so i think like yeah just in the future i think return like i said return to form like 
I mean, yeah, I kind of felt like that. Like, and playing it safe? I, I don't think so, man. Like, it's, if playing it safe is making a good movie, I think every movie should play it safe. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Warner Brothers would take notes right now, right? <laughs> Actually, they've never done that ever, so they wouldn't, but. <laughs> no, but, but that, that's what I'm at, too, is, is Pixar, Pixar, while a good movie, um, movie-making machine, rather, they tend to get too heady, they tend to try too hard, and this is amazing, this is the way to go. So with that being said, Brendan, I want to kind of move forward to something else before we leave uh where does this movie rank it's tradition in, in the past yeah i'm not gonna say all time because there's a lot of movies we don't want to do that but where does it rank maybe within the past five or six years of pixar movies so just to go back to uh let's see we we're in 2021 right that is so, the year it's tough to remember that sometimes tough to remember sometimes dude i <laughs> on so many zoom calls i forget uh <laughs> So 2016, uh, we had Finding Dory come out that year. All right. Uh, I think it's better than that. Let's just go through them. I'm going to say which one it's better than. Yeah. Is that okay. fair? Better but, than yeah. fi- I think it's better than Finding Dory. Both agree, yes. Uh, I think The Good Dinosaur was out that year too. Oh, God. Or, I mean, any movie. Story. It's the worst Pixar movie. So, yeah, any movie. It's, it's better it's than that. <laughs> um, 17, Coco. It's close. I'd say Coco is probably better than Luca. I'm okay with that. I respect that. All right. Yeah. Um, visually, yeah. Visually, yeah. yes, actually. Story yeah. is very good, but visually overall. Very unique. Yeah, Coco is such a unique movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. 2018 was... Incredibles 2? Incredibles 2. I think it's... It, they're neck and neck, honestly. I'm going to put it ahead. I think Incredibles 2 was not a great movie. Uh, um, you know, I, I think Luca... If, in terms of like what I'd want to watch, I'd rather just watch the original Incredibles. So, like, yeah, I'd put Luca above Incredibles 2. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's. I just. I'm more of a. I'm more of an original fan. Like this took yeah. actual thought. So uh, you weren't a fan of them making three cars movies? Is that what I'm? Don't, don't, you don't need to ask me that. Yeah, that's um, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> then, uh, twenty eight nineteen was Toy Story four. Is it better than Toy Story four? Oh man, probably. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I think I, it's they're probably they're really actually very similar movies. I feel like um, Toy Story Four actually is very adult, right? It's it's this yeah. they don't want you anymore. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. I forgot Which about that. <laughs> I found out in five months after that movie because I lost my job when they didn't want me anymore. <laughs> wow, it's fresh. <laughs> on, man. How That's come fun. they don't want yeah. me, man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think wasn't that serious, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I probably put. Luca above Toy Story 4. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't saying, know. I'm They're up there. And then I think Luca's definitely better than Onward and, frankly, better than Soul. I'd rather rewatch Luca than Soul. So I would put it number two behind the past, like, five five years. Yeah. I would yeah. put it behind That's Coco. impressive. I, and then I would, if you say Toy Story 4 over uh, this one, I'd be okay with that. So I wouldn't sure. you on that one. Yeah. So. But yeah. All right. So with that, with that, I want I want to go to my last kind of thought here. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Brendan. Um, in terms of the OG movies, it, it's hard to kind of beat some of them because they're just so original. But once again, it gets back to some of those really strong movies early on. So, um, all right. Last piece. I want to ask you. Controversy. Controversy. Wow. Controversy. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. This is my hot take. I talked okay. to you before about it. I am tired of critics looking for something in all every damn movie. 
Yeah, you did mention that, I think. I think you did. So here's the deal. They mention homosexual themes in this movie. I don't know who's listening to us. Whatever. <laughs> the 15 of my, you. <laughs> well, yeah, for real. Um, no, but my, my line is this. And it's so funny, man. I don't understand why critics are desperate to get clicks on this by just comparing. It, it just feels so needy. Am I right? Yeah. You know what it is? It's like the Vanity Fair op-eds that these people put in there. And it's like, what? Like, I just don't. It's not, this movie is not Call Me By Your Name. Like, that's not what this movie is. Like, right. this movie is a kid's movie made by a director who knows it's a kid's movie <laughs> and directed a kid's movie. It's a cartoon. Like, I don't care how much you want to stretch it out. Like, it is not, like, the, I'm not even going to talk about really all that stuff. But, like, I'm it's not just not. It. It's just, it's the bot or not. Like, right, this is bot or not. Yeah, it is, kind of. Uh, no, it's wild to me that every single critic is forcing a political agenda in every movie that they possibly see, right? And, and I'm not even talking about necessarily, like, social issues. I just think it's funny where you'll see, I don't care, like, Ant-Man 2. That's a good example of, like, a just really, like, lighthearted, funny little movie. And I saw some reviews that were negative saying, do I need another superhero movie? Dude. Like, that... That's 50% of movies that come out now. Right. <laughs> On top of that, like... I'm I'm reading your review because I want to know if the movie is good, not if you are personally your upset with more. Yeah, I, I, like I want your opinion on the film, yeah. not your opinion on film industry yeah. as a whole and you where know what? this fits into it. Exactly. You know what, Connor? I think I think the main thing is that these are all adults doing this. If you ask the kid what they thought of the movie, you get a much different answer. I think, <laughs> and I think that's what's important, right? Like that's what's important. It's not about us. It's about these kid movies made for children. So it's something about the shut up. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I don't think we need to shut up. I think movies like this are fun, right? Yeah. It's a, it's fun for us just to look at them and just be like, hey, that was an enjoyable movie. I can watch it with my family, and we're all gonna enjoy, like, we're all gonna like it. There you go. I think that's all you need. That's all you need. It's not that difficult. Um, yeah. Anyway, with that being said, uh, I all right. So, any recommendations for shows people need to watch this week? Uh, well, first of all, I was going to say uh, you should watch our episode titled The Pixar Playoffs from a couple years oh, ago. That's a good one. That was really uh, good one. We might need to revisit that uh, in a couple years, maybe. I'll say when there's enough, gonna, we have to give it a little bit more time. Yeah, uh, yeah, when when we can add another round to the bracket, I think it might be time. It, we could do it again. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that was a good one. Shows to watch this week. Uh, this is going out uh, on Wednesday, so Loki episode three comes out. Uh, I mean, we'll pro- that'll probably we talked about doing a mid-season review of that, so I don't know. That'll probably be out this weekend, Monday at the latest. Uh, so uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Rick and Morty season five just premiered. Uh, if you, Rick I got a good one What's up? This is a shout out to Carson. Uh, me and Carson watched all of Dave. It's Lil Dicky, uh, his TV show on FX. Season one is Hilarious. awesome. It is awesome. Watch it, and season two just dropped. They put two episodes. I've not watched them. Carson said that the second episode is great, so I'm looking forward to catching that here. There you go. Yeah, it's solid. There's a lot of stuff coming out, Connor. It's finally – there's stuff coming out every week. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Just, in, just in time for me to be taking three-week intensives with work due every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And just in time for me to be going on a trip uh, right when – during Black Widow comes out. But uh, – <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, what can you do? But uh, well, What can you do? Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably it for us. 
Yeah, I think uh, that's it. Uh, good episode. Thanks for at telling me to watch the movie. I really enjoyed it. You're um, welcome. Once again, it's just to your point, right? I I always go I, when I watch when the movie's over, and I don't need to be crying my eyes out. And, and Pixar, Pixar tries to make you cry your eyes out. Right. Um, this is a good movie where it ends, and you're like, "Wow, that was special. That was nice." Yeah. So don't get me wrong. There are moments here that certain people probably cried. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, there, it's, no. Every Pixar movie has those moments, right? That's kind yeah. of their their thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there. This movie definitely wasn't trying to like make you. Like, rethink your life. I was going to say, deal with your childhood. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. That trauma needs to come back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> no, please yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. No. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, you guys, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys real soon. Yeah. See you guys. Be pretty soon. So, have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.